So we've got Kara, Sam, probably not. I guess he might show up randomly later, but I'm impressed you got anyone to halfway come on. <laughs> Kara, uh, I think, decided that she had to make seeing that movie worthwhile in some manner or another. Yeah. <laughs> this is the only way she could do it. Uh, so we're all going to dogpile on Doug then? Is that what's happening? <laughs> I think that's what's going to happen. Oh, does Doug like it? <laughs> I enjoyed it. I think he was further in the pro camp than any of us. Okay, we're going to have a fight then. Okay, my thesis is I go to movies to enjoy myself. I don't know what the hell you guys are doing. <laughs> I, I go to movies to enjoy myself too. I don't. I'm miserable the whole time. <laughs> oh, I thought Charlie was lying when he said that. <laughs> uh, hello, welcome to another edition of the Gobeski Wallace Report. My name's Charlie Wallace. Hi, Charlie. Hi, Adam. You remember how this works? <laughs> well, I'm saying, who's Adam? He hasn't introduced himself. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, I have to introduce myself? Yep, we start from square one every single time. We presume that no one knows who we are, including our guests. I suppose that's that's fair. Uh, hi, I'm Adam. I'm a co-host, apparently. Um, I'm special guest, Kara. Kara <laughs> what? Um, Wallace. Because who's our other special guest? Doug. Doug what? I'm Gobeski. So we've got a Gobeski-Wallace, Gobeski-Wallace report. <laughs> Whoa. I mean, the, the main reason I want to have this podcast was purely for the pun's sake of Gobeski versus Wallace, Dawn of Douglas. <laughs> so yeah we all at some point have gone to see batman versus superman oh, we're just gonna justice. get right into it huh let's well it. yeah let's not uh beat around the bush here i was i was prepared for bush beating <laughs> okay Ooh. what what do you what have you been up to today adam oh is that what you want to know i went to church it was exciting and then we did some cleaning because guests are coming Ooh, what guests uh, Paul and Tony, who I assume will be on the next podcast. Wait, they're worthy of cleaning your house for? Uh, yes, that they 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 uh, <laughs> they beat you out. <laughs> that's okay. Charlie knows how we live. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's basically how we work too. Is like we we analyze like, uh, is the person going to care? Not whether we cleaned up. How often have they come over? Oh, that's why sometimes there's cat hair around and sometimes there's not. <laughs> yep. There's always cat hair. It's never ending. <laughs> Charlie sheds a lot, I understand. Mm. I had a dream the other night. Mm. Oh, yeah. Tell me about this dream. So you and I were outside in a city which in my head I decided was Boston, but was probably actually Stillwater from the games Saints Row and Saints Row 2. <laughs> <laughs> yes, very, very similar cities. Sure. Well, that's what it looked like, but... Apparently, I decided it was Boston. I don't okay. know. Anyway, we were outside, and someone had staged a mock terrorist attack slash protest. And so there was, like, debris in the street and, like, overturned cars, but it wasn't, like, a real terrorist attack. Anyway, there was a sort of, like, fancier black car, and there was a note on it, and it was upside down as well. But there was a note on it so that said, this isn't my fault, signed Donald Trump. <laughs> <laughs> So the dream was subsequently uh, Charlie and I taking selfies with the note. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad that's the sort of thing that we do in your dreams as well as in real life. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's story one. There, there was a there was a terrorism preparedness drill, and then somebody wrote a sarcastic note as if they were Donald Trump? Or are we to no, believe that Donald it, Trump wrote that note in your dream? I think we in my dream, I believe it was genuinely Donald Trump writing an apologetic note. That's how you know it's Same. a dream. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so what do you think that means? Like if we had to psychoanalyze this. Doug, what do you think? I don't mm -hmm. think Adam should have to analyze his own dream. That's fair. I'm not quite sure I get it. So Donald Trump is saying he's not responsible for terrorism preparedness drills? <laughs> All right. The impression I got was not that it was a terrorism preparedness drill so much as a fake terrorist, quote unquote, attack by protesters. As in, like, this is what terrorism would look like. Rah. Terrorism by anti-Donald Trump protesters? So that part was unclear. What was also unclear was whether he was saying that it wasn't his fault that the fake attack happened, or it wasn't his fault that his car was upside down. Oh, it was his car? That was the impression I got. Oh, okay. It wasn't just, like, problems at the convention made uh, Donald Trump just so mad he flipped a car? Well, I mean, that wouldn't be his fault, right? That would be the fault of the Republican National Convention denying 
his uh, rightfully earned denomination or whatever. <laughs> also, it's not an apology. It's a denial of blame. That's possible. But how do the selfies come into play? Hmm. Um, Maybe Kara should weigh in on that one. I might have a book like how to, uh, what was it, read dreams or something? Yeah. Yeah, that I got like in sophomore year of high school. Oh, so, <laughs> so pre-selfie. Yeah, pre-selfie, but there might be something in there taking pictures of yourself. I say, if you've read that, then you have more expertise than the rest of us. For <laughs> I just sure. kind of perused it. <laughs> Even so. Still more expertise, yeah. <laughs> and what insights did it give you? Oh, nothing. Like, what do other dreams mean? It was mostly like, you know, if your teeth fall out, you have self-esteem issues. <laughs> okay. Just... Any teeth falling out, Adam, in this dream? I've actually never had a dream where my teeth have fallen out. Me neither. But oh, I, I guess have. it's another... Con- oh, yeah, there you I go. Huh. Really? I had one this, I think, about a year-ish ago. Yeah, hmm. see? Too much self-esteem, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Exiting through my gums, huh? Just pushing the teeth out. Exactly. <laughs> Bursting forth. I just remember it being in, in the dream more of an annoyance than, like, really, like, horror. But having the teeth fall out is like... Oh, man, I thought I was brushing my teeth better than this. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm going to have to gum everything. Fairly <laughs> mad. I mean, there's other common dreams like, oh, hey, you need, you know, go back to high school and take these classes because yeah. you never finished them. I've been having those a lot lately. You can't continue grad school until you take this high school class. Yeah, I've had a... I've had a couple dreams where like I have to go on stage and like perform something that I don't know, except apparently these are supposed to be terrifying dreams. I'm always like just excited by it. I'm like, all right, I'm going to do it. <laughs> Screw you, subconscious. <laughs> you got to try I can handle this. <laughs> right. This is what we live for. <laughs> so what was the other dream or other thing? Oh, well, it wasn't another dream. It was just another thing I wanted to say, which was... Uh, couple weeks ago probably i uh on a whim ventured into the email account of charlie at goveski wallace report.com oh yeah uh which apparently had not been touched since roughly 2007 that sounds right for whatever reason the emails were ordered from oldest to newest in terms of unread so there was an email from doug correcting something on the website (laughs) that no one ever looked at (laughs) you Jerk, Charlie. I trusted you. And there was no context, too. It was just like, you spelled sheriff wrong. I was like, I don't know what this means. <laughs> well, you know, if maybe they'd read it, uh, if Charlie had read it at the time when it came up, he would have noticed. Sure, it's probably still wrong in the archives somewhere. You know, and Charlie, then... you think about it, you'll never find it because you can't just control F for sheriff. Because it's spelled wrong. Because it's spelled <laughs> wrong. <laughs> uh, and then there were roughly... Uh, 10,000 messages that I would describe as a monument to spam. There was clearly no spam filter, and since you put the actual email address on the various websites, the spam bots could, you know, troll the web and find it. So it was, like, it was classic stuff. Like, it was increase your size now, find out how, stuff like that. (laughs) Ooh, did you find out how? I didn't. I'm sorry. (laughs) Not that you'd need to know or anything. It's just... I, I just wanted to interject. I'm sorry. No, no, it's okay. Uh, it's it's not an area in which I need to uh, expand, so we're good. Okay. <laughs> well, the interesting thing is I actually first looked into Adam at GobeskiWallSupport.com, and there were zero messages. Right. <laughs> so it's directly related to whether or not the email address was ever posted anywhere. Right. That's That's funny. Uh, yeah, uh, if I had to guess how that story was going to go, that's not what I would have guessed. For all I know, there are legitimate emails buried in there just under waves and waves of spam. By the way, roughly half of the uh, allotted email space is, has already been used up. Really? Yeah, wow. because of that. But that's my story. Cool. So uh, any of the listeners who have been emailing us at that address, don't email us at that. It's much better to tweet at us, I think. Yeah, we'll probably that. rather than uh, <laughs> rely on email at all. Right. Or you can Unless we'd like to give out our ad. personal, yeah. <laughs> All right, let's get into it. <laughs> <laughs> so, Batman versus Superman. 
I just want to start off by saying, like, I didn't see the Superman prior to this. Did you listen to our podcast? Um, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, it was, uh, that was interesting. I had to have Charlie kind of explain to me right away what's going on. At Charlie the... remember even what was going on? I did. I mean, you basically have to remember that aliens from Krypton came down and attacked Earth. That's about the best explanation I was able to get out while in the theater, while other things were happening. <laughs> were there other people in the theater with you? They were far enough away that they couldn't hear us, I think. Oh, yeah. Actually, the, the funniest thing uh, was there was a guy who was directly in front of us, like all the way. I don't know if you saw him, like where you come in. Mm-hmm. like that aisle that you come down in yeah. like he was sitting there and he has a he was wearing a superman shirt so it seemed like he oh, yeah, was super excited to like come see the movie yeah and at the end of the movie i saw him stand up and just give like two big thumbs down and walk out. <laughs> <laughs> i just <laughs> was surprised that he hadn't seen it yet actually <laughs> yeah well maybe that was the first time he could you know maybe That's he was true. busy working or that's true. I'm making presumptions. <laughs> Maybe he just comes into every showing just to do that. <laughs> <laughs> just so everyone knows. That's how disappointed he is. <laughs> he buys a ticket in the morning and just kind of theater hops. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, like right away, a lot of action, a lot of... So was that off-putting for you to like not... Like, if I hadn't been there to explain it, would you have been able to understand? Well, yeah. I mean, it was pretty straight. It was like, oh, stuff's going on. Superman's fighting. And then there's, like, people staring angrily at Superman. Like Bruce Wayne, like, that one time. He's just like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Look at Superman. <laughs> Who's responsible? Oh, there he is. There he is. I see He's him got a flying. Cape. Yes. Look at Superman <laughs> causing Metropolis's 9-11, right? So I was confused. You know, they went through and I was pissed, too, that they did the whole Batman origin story again. (laughs) Well, it's in case you don't know who Batman is. Oh, I know. So I was pissed about that. But then I was confused. Like, so there was the big, like, Wayne Tower Company thing, whatever. But then financial. Yeah. But he was on the phone. Wasn't he saying, like, Dad, Dad, get out of there? Or who was he saying? Or was it Dan? I think it was Dan. (laughs) (laughs) But I kept saying, it's like, wait, is he saying dad? Like, that doesn't make sense because they just showed him dead. And I was like, no, his his dad was Kevin Costner, unless they recast his dad. No, 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 no. No, this is is Ben Affleck. Batman. Ben Affleck's dad. (laughs) Why would would Bruce Wayne be calling for Superman's dad? Yeah. Well, well, we'll get into the And this was immediately after having his dad die in the. Well, yeah, so I was really confused. So I'm like, okay, wait a minute. Is this like an alternate universe where Batman and Superman are together? I don't know. I haven't read a lot of comic books, I guess. So Mm -hmm. it could have been like a weird alternate universe where Batman's parents were actually alive. Like, I didn't catch that he was saying D.A. something, which he did. And then you explained it. He's like, I don't know what's going on. Dad, get out of there. Maybe the guy's name was Dad. He was Jeff Dad. (laughs) Jeff Dad. (laughs) But Doug, going back to your point. Maybe they don't know who Batman is. I just can't imagine a person who's really psyched about seeing the next <laughs> Superman movie. He loves Superman so much. He or she loves Superman so much. Like, who's this Batman guy? Oh, <laughs> his well, poor parents remember, died. There was a Man of Steel movie that came before it, but it's not like there was a Batman movie that came before it, right? What, what is it? Yeah. What's his name? Like, Nolan was still, like, an executive producer on this. Oh, was it? Yeah. I, I, oh. I assume because he enjoys money. That's, <laughs> That's most likely it. I don't know. All right, I guess the alternative to even that is that somebody's really excited about this movie, but knows who neither Batman nor Superman is. I just want to see fighting. <laughs> is this a UFC here movie? For the Wonder Woman. Oh, Wonder Woman. Yeah, that's true. You could be there for Wonder Woman if you'd heard about that. That's basically why Brienne was there. I, uh,. I question you guys' movie-watching skills. <laughs> wow. Why? Do tell. Oh, come out swinging. This is a versus, this is a versus podcast. Let's hear it. Yeah, let's hear it. <laughs> well, so far, you've been discussing how you hated the, like, what, first five minutes of the no, film? No, it's 15 minutes. That was a good 15 minutes. <laughs> okay. But I'm on record for the first five. For me, it was pretty much, let's cover the Batman origin and move on, you know, with the the stuff from when he was a kid and his parents died. And then it's, 
as you said, here's uh, Superman causes the DC 9-11, and Batman's all pissed off about it. You guys are, like, making up weird stories about his his dad works for him and isn't dead, and I'm just like, what? Well, but was he screaming then? Like, get out of there. And it sounded What's like the dad. What's guy's name? Dad? Lieutenant Dan. <laughs> Lieutenant Dan. <laughs> so Doug's argument is that uh, so far we're making fun of the movie that we made up in our heads. <laughs> right yes. than the movie that was actually on the screen. Yes. That may be fair, but it's the only experience we had. <laughs> Oh, you didn't go back for a, a second watch? <laughs> a second viewing. Catch all the things you missed the first time around? <laughs> oh, dear. No, we haven't, haven't done that yet. But, yeah. Th- all right. So bring it back to the movie that was actually on screen. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't I didn't mind the, the Bruce Wayne in the rubble of Metropolis stuff. But, like, I thought that was all reasonably well done, even though it brings us back to the parts of Man of Steel that I hated the most. But I guess that's neither here nor there. Well, okay. Sorry. Hey, hey, Batman versus Superman had nobody drowning in a giant thing of skulls, okay? <laughs> that was the thing I hated the most. <laughs> you didn't mind the skull drowning scene in Man of Steel? Uh, I mean, I hated that part less than other parts. Wow, okay. That wasn't my least favorite part. What was your least favorite part? Probably roughly... From an hour 30 to the end of the movie. <laughs> like like the minute, the minute, uh, I, we've said this before, but the minute uh, Superman and General Zod start actually fighting, like the movie just becomes incredibly dumb. So not the Smallville fight. Right. Okay. I mean, the Smallville fight is kind of dumb, but I was sort of more in that fight uh, drawn into all the product placement <laughs> going on. Anyway, back to BVS. So there's a big motivation problem with just about every character where you don't understand why they're doing things. But I actually kind of liked the one for Batman, not because I thought it was the greatest reason for Batman to hate Superman, but mostly that that's the same problem that you and I had right? <laughs> with the movie. <laughs> I was like, oh, well, yeah, I can believe that because that's exactly what we thought, too. It was like, why is Superman fighting here and like probably murdering thousands upon thousands of people? But, but that sort of leads into one of the problems I had, which was like, okay, so they set up Bruce Wayne as like someone who is against Superman and seems to be, you know, have a reasonable outlook for it. And then they make him just a dick by he's like, oh, I'm going to start branding criminals so that they get murdered in prison. <laughs> and why is that? Because he's didn't a dick. That. Well, no, but why, if you're branded by Batman, why do they kill you in prison? Oh, oh. did. Again, were you not paying attention? Sure, I guess not. Why? It was, uh, he was branding people who were like Chimos and stuff. Yeah. Oh, that was specifically what he was doing? Yeah. Oh, I see. Even I caught that. Okay, well. (laughs) Even Kara caught it. (laughs) I don't don't know how to feel about that. Is Mm. Kara notoriously not paying attention? What? I don't know. I think he's just, doing just that, saying that based on what we've said so far yeah. in this podcast. She, she was so she was so <laughs> fixated on the dad stuff. Well, I'm looking it up actually right now to see other oh. people are having that issue too. Like they're confused. It it sounded like he said dad. <laughs> so I'm looking it up on the interwebs right now. Which I uh, I didn't realize I hit a raw nerve there. Sorry. Oh no! <laughs> I just don't think I'm crazy. <laughs> I don't think you're crazy either. I don't. Well, they could have picked a name that wasn't similar to any other word. It, but a lot of people are saying, like, wait, what the hell? Did he say dad? Like, did Martha just die that night? And his dad, like, stayed alive for a while? And then there's a little bit more. That's why, like, Bruce would be upset that, you know, <laughs> Superman's killing everyone because he killed his dad, too. Yeah, it's, it's Zack Snyder. Uh, it didn't make giving sense. us too much credit sometimes and not enough credit uh, another time. Other times, yeah. Like, okay, can we just get into the one scene where Batman's wearing a trench coat and fighting while he's having this weird dream, which it came out of like nowhere. Oh, I've got so much stuff to talk about before we even get there. Oh, okay, yeah, let's that's... let's let's uh, put that to the side for now, though. Right. But I'm just before saying, even, like, there just seems to, to be Batman's like a lot of like random stuff going on. <laughs> And then other things he just thinks were really stupid. Yes, no, I agree with that. But uh, yeah, so it's like, okay, Batman's a dick. Great. And now we have Superman. Oh, and Superman's a dick too. Great. (laughs) How wonderful. (laughs) So 
I'm essentially watching a movie about one dick fighting another dick while uh, Jesse Eisenberg does Heath Ledger by way of Mark Zuckerberg. (laughs) (laughs) I was annoyed by his character at first, but then I started kind of liking it. I don't know. At first, I'm like, what the hell is he doing? But as the movie went on, I think I was just more amused. He's so crazy and the only reason that he's allowed to do what he does is because he inherited money i think is the idea right because yeah. he's not believable as someone who really is successful in and of his own right wait are we so talking it's, about so it's donald trump right exactly <laughs> <laughs> wait this is hey, this a dream yeah. just like batman's <laughs> having dreams <laughs> it's all looping around <laughs> Yeah, because like Superman's like, oh, I'm going to rescue Lois Lane from this African terrorist, but I'm not going to rescue anyone else, including the CIA agent, who it turns out was Jimmy Olsen. Yeah, what the Wait, hell? What? Yeah, it was at the very end, the, the um, in the credits. Yeah, wow. The, the CIA agent who gets killed at the beginning, that's Jimmy Olsen. Zack Snyder apparently was on record saying, I don't know what to do with this character that's been around for 70 years. So we said, let's just kill him. Did he play Jimmy Olsen in the last movie as well? <laughs> no, Jimmy Olsen wasn't in the previous one. Oh, okay. That's why. Why did he even need to be in this movie then? To be killed. Because He's Zack great. Snyder is a monster, apparently. <laughs> because Zack Snyder is creating the DC murder verse. But we've had like three <laughs> other random reporters too. Like there's Lawrence Fishburne and been like, two or three more reporters in addition to Lois Lane. One of those could have been Jimmy Olsen. Like right. no one's clamoring for something for Jimmy Olsen to do for the most part, right? He could have been I mean, anywhere. There's probably some people, but... <laughs> okay, yeah. Why upset them by just murdering your favorite <laughs> character, Superman's pal? <laughs> the only thing that Zack Snyder hates more than Jimmy Olsen is Jimmy Olsen's fans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so... Yeah, so two dicks fighting each other, and there's a third dick who actually seems semi-justified, but he's acting like a crazy person, so it's kind of hard to take him seriously. And What was Lex Luthor's like, motivation, though, for hating Superman so much? Like, I was trying to get that in the whole movie, and I just, it didn't come across for me. His motivation, I think, was that he's a dick. <laughs> okay, so just dicks everywhere. It's just a uh, one great big sausage fest. One big sausage fest. <laughs> because seriously, yeah, no, like, hated I, aliens. I mean, he was complaining the whole time. He's like, "Oh, you think you're a god?" and blah blah blah. But he never like there wasn't any reason besides that, other than he was just crazy. Yeah, one reason that may have come up very obliquely in the end is that Lex Luthor is trying to prepare the world for the. Menace of Darkseid, who's the sort of super big villain in the DC universe. And that's what a lot of the weird fever dream stuff is about, is related to, apparently. And that, like, painting and stuff, too? Yeah. As we discussed last time with regards to Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, I don't think it's a great idea to make movies where people have to go read other things to understand the movie you made. (laughs) (laughs) It's like halfway through filming, he was like, I'm already or halfway through writing. He's like, I'm already done with this movie. I'm bored with it. Let's just work on setting up the next one. No, no, Charlie. Not next one. Several. Oh, you're right. Because there was a lot of that. Yeah, they're setting up the whole DC murder verse. Yeah. Everyone's just so sad in all those. Like all the superheroes are all so sad. There was a very big difference between the way that Marvel will tease their new movies within another movie and this one. This one's like, let's take five or six minutes and we'll show you each of the next four movies that are going to come out and we'll show you the character. And probably like in order too. Like, okay, first we're going to do this. <laughs> and now we're going to click on this thing. Oh, Aquaman. Guys, sit back. We're going to YouTube surf for a bit. Yeah, yeah. Like they could have, Marvel would have done is they would have shown the Wonder Woman clip, right? Because that right. relates to this movie, but just had the icons from the other one, which DC did. But then right. later, there's another scene where we come back and watch all of the other videos. Yeah. It's like you didn't need that. You can just do that later and have like a teaser in the Wonder Woman movie. Or maybe halfway through the process with this movie, they just realized that it wasn't going to be that good. So we just have to get people excited about what's coming next. I don't know. Actually, I can't imagine. I don't know. With the way it's produced, I don't think they got that impression. I think 
everyone probably thought it was pretty good as they were doing it. Doug, do you have any counterpoints to any of this yet? Since you're sort of the token defense. <laughs> um, I think I'd rather pile on on something which uh, no one's mentioned yet. Clark well, well, Kent does not care at all about causing water damage to the apartment. He's <laughs> <laughs> being romantic. He my romantic. Mind. As he climbs into the tub. He knows it's a rental. And just overflows massively the tub. He took his uh, jacket off, though. Yeah, yeah. He, he, you're right. He cares about his jacket, but not the rest of the apartment yeah, or the rest no. of his clothes. His nice, that jacket, though. That jacket. It was a nice jacket. <laughs> it was a nice jacket. He, he, he knew it was a rental. He was, he was like, I'm not getting the security deposit back on this. <laughs> But seriously, the Lois Lane character, and I know that's how she has been in like every Superman movie or whatever ever. But I kind of wish they would have had her a little bit more fleshed out or something. Like right. she just seriously just kept like you know going in the desert, getting about to be shot or thrown off buildings or underneath the water. Yeah, like, she was in trouble pretty all much the time. constantly. Yeah, yeah, that was one of sort of my main underlying objections with this movie is that it treated basically every single female character with the possible exception of Wonder Woman herself as essentially a, an excuse for the male superheroes to go be semi-heroic or as close to heroic as you can get in a Zack Snyder superhero movie. So uh, how about that uh, jar of Granny's peach tea? Oh. <laughs> Aren't we all glad that was a callback? And then she just freaked out so much. Why didn't she say, get out of here, Superman? Yeah. It's a trap. That's what I would have said. Yeah. I assume she was contemplating tasting it. <laughs> <laughs> she was just like, should I? Maybe I should. <laughs> She's in the should middle I of like, a speech. Hmm, maybe that'd be good. One thing that did surprise me about that scene was that uh, didn't Lex Luthor's attractive female henchman die in yes, that scene? she did. Mercy Graves who's also like a, a non-insignificant DC Universe character. So it really is Zack Snyder, just like a serial killer going through the phone book, just going through the list. Yep. I don't know what to do with this character anymore. Better kill him. <laughs> <laughs> I think maybe just the first draft of the script was four hours long or something like that. Oh, no, I think they had. They really? said it was four hours, and they had to edit it down. Well, cut out all the Jimmy Olsen parts. <laughs> How are we gonna make do sure that? Make sure we keep make sure we keep the P jar. <laughs> Zach wrote his own personal notes on this script. <laughs> it's a lot of red lines through everything, but this keep the Just P lots jar. of circles around the P jar. <laughs> so the movie is about Batman decides that Superman's a villain two years after he after Metropolis gets destroyed and Metropolis builds a statue to Superman around all the names of the victims he helped kill. So Batman's like, no, I know you're might become a dangerous threat to humanity. And Lex Luthor's like, oh, well, I believe the same thing. So I'm going to get some kryptonite. But I'm also going to drive Batman to try and kill Superman. And also I'm going to try and manipulate Superman to I don't even know what was going on there. Basically, I'm asking someone, probably Doug, to explain the movie to me, because apparently I wasn't good at watching. <laughs> what was the manipulating Batman into killing Superman part? Well, he was like Lex Luthor, something about signing, writing the messages and the returned checks from Lieutenant Dan Bomb guy. Wait, hold on. Lex Luthor was writing those? Yes, he did mention that later. I think on the oh, rooftop. Did- I didn't. I didn't quite understand what was going on with that. I, I saw the. Oh, part now where... who's bad at watching movies? <laughs> okay, it's probably oh, still me. Me again, because but... <laughs> I did well, I not catch that at all. Where he said, you know, we've been sending him, uh, you know, checks from the Survivors Fund for years, and somebody was like, well, no, he's been sending them back and sending all these messages with, and I thought those messages were coming from the uh, the crippled guy. Well, except that later Lex Luthor has like uh, photocopies of them or photographs or something that says something to the effect of how easy it is to manipulate Bruce Wayne. I thought he was just working with the guy. Yeah, which makes sense because he sends the guy to blow up. So the question was, does he know, Lieutenant Dan know that he's 
I'm using that, Adam. <laughs> does Lieutenant Dan know he's going to explode? I don't think he did. I would not. I would assume he does not. Um, probably not, because otherwise he probably would have yelled like freedom. <laughs> uh, right you know make a political statement as you go not just suddenly gone this is a pretty elaborate plot by lex luthor luthor probably not necessary all right but we could, we've probably reached a point where we can talk about the fever dreams if you want oh yeah so what was up with that <laughs> <laughs> i was wondering the same thing and terrell had the same question what what was with the weird wasp guys? Yeah, they just came out of nowhere and were picking people up. And why was Batman wearing a trench coat? He already had a suit on. So the wasps are Darkseid's parademons. So that's set up for Justice League 3 or something. Who the hell knows? That's set up for a future movie. There's also the big Omega symbol. That's also set up for that. Uh, the trench coat is because... Zack Snyder thinks the Matrix is cool, I'm guessing. Mm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, maybe he never saw two and three. <laughs> uh, the, uh, the dream I don't understand is actually, I think, the dream that Batman had before that, where Goop starts leaking out of his parents' coffins or something. Yeah, oh, yeah. Martha's. I forgot about that one. Like, I don't understand what's going on there at all. So that we have a scene where he looks at the I think it's just so you and... know that her name is Martha. Wasn't that supposed to be blood? Oh, was it blood? Yeah, it's supposed to be blood. Oh, uh, I thought it was oil. No, I think it was blood. No. It was confusing, but I think it was just to draw attention again that her name is Martha for later on. Yeah. You, you I think even you didn't even need to do that for me. It's just been like when that moment happens, I would have been like, Oh, okay. I wouldn't have cared. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm glad that's the thing we decided to set up in the movie, I think is what I'm saying. <laughs> well, that's why, okay, that's why we have the origin uh, for Batman stuff in the beginning, so that you could really hammer home to the audience that his mom's name was Martha. There you go. Solve that problem. <laughs> so, so far, both of, both Superman and Batman are acting very irrationally. Very. So maybe it had to be something irrational that got them to stop fighting. Why'd you say that name? It's it's because when you live in DC's murder verse, (laughs) it's only irrationality that that gets through. (laughs) There's no place for reason in the murder verse. So, yeah, let's, I guess we can skip ahead to that point where Batman and Superman. Okay. I want to talk about the part right before that, where like Lex Luthor kidnaps Martha Kent. After Martha Kent goes to the trouble of telling Clark Kent, essentially, those guys, you don't need them. Be your own man. Which, by the way, when you follow that line through back to the previous movie, Man of Steel, and how Kevin Costner's like, you don't owe humanity anything either. It kind of seems like the Kents aren't the greatest parents for Superman to have. (laughs) Somebody, I think, posted a Twitter thing of uh, sort of an envisioning of if Zack Snyder had done Spider-Man and it was just like a frame of like Uncle Ben laying on the ground uh, dying while Peter Parker looks at him and the caption was kill them all Peter (laughs) 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 and the tweet was like you know once again grateful Zack Snyder didn't direct Spider-Man yeah and there was another dream that happened in this movie too like Superman had a dream where he was up on a mountain and he saw his father so Kevin Costner was in this movie (laughs) Wait, that was a dream? Wait, what? Well, no, it wasn't a dream. It was just a vision. It was a vision quest. Oh, it was a vision was quest? Yeah, he was on right, a vision from quest. The, from eating the spicy pepper. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, but... So I don't remember, like, what was the point of that dream? Too? Just have Kevin Costner back. So Kevin Costner could say, it's okay, son. You, you, can, you can be a dick. It's cool. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> Then Carr asked what happened to him in the middle of the movie, too. Like, in the last Superman movie, was like, I was trying to explain it to her, and I was like, this is going to take too long to explain. Like, he jumped into a tornado. So he didn't have to be Clark Kent's dad anymore. <laughs> <laughs> okay. He did what he could to avoid being in Batman versus Superman. <laughs> didn't work. What was the name of the actor, too, who played Zod? Anyway, did he come back? Like, did he play the corpse? Or did they just get a corpse that looked very similar to him? I assume they just paid him like a couple thousand bucks to use his likeness and just CGI'd his face on a dummy or something. I had to explain that stuff too, because like they don't even show. I don't think they showed Zod. 
originally when he's fighting Superman. So how would you know who he's supposed to be later? I guess they're kind of like half explaining it as they're showing him. And then Jesse Eisenberg goes in and like cuts off his fingerprints. I mean, I guess, but th- this is sort of the complaint you had about Superman 2 way back in the day. of <laughs> They're not catering in every single way to the first time audience. <laughs> That's true. I should like that movie by that that respect then. Who is Batman? <laughs> Please explain it to me. So how does Lex Luthor know that he has to take the fingerprint off of Zod in order to get into the ship? Uh, he probably tried before, and they were like, fingerprints required. I guess so. They're just kind of weird. He understands about the ship. He understands kind of what he's doing. He cuts his hand. Like, does he know what's going to happen when he cuts his hand? What happened there? Yeah, and what, 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 <laughs> what was that? Yeah. He seems to understand. I don't. Yeah, because I don't know. It's like a weird, like genetic thing. He made a he made an abomination. Yeah, yeah. made a, a, a what was his name like? Doomsday. 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 It was basically an argument saying that miscegenation is uh, not a good thing. It's uh, it's a racist movie. <laughs> Again, not sure you guys are watching movies the same way I am. <laughs> That's why Lois Lane and Clark Kent can't be together, because otherwise they will create a monster. <laughs> oh. Oh, there's an interesting thought. Baby Doomsday. Baby Doomsday. It'd be adorable. That's why Lois is the key in whatever the Flash dream was. Yeah, that was a Flash coming back from the future, right? Yeah, I think so. Okay, so they show the Flash later, but I guess my face recognition wasn't good enough to be able to then go think back to who was coming through the portal to talk to Batman and know that was the Flash. If it makes you feel better, that's not just you. There was actually a long-standing question of people saying, was that actually the Flash? We're not quite sure. Or was it, I almost thought it looked like the cyborg guy. I don't know. I don't know, maybe. But I think the Flash has time travel powers. Right. Flash has time travel powers. I think that's why we sort of, we meaning the audience sort of eventually decided, yeah, I guess it's probably supposed to be Flash. Who's playing Flash again? What's his face from um, We Need to Talk About Kevin? Is it, is it that guy? Yeah, I think so. It was that guy? Yeah. It was someone yeah. I'd never heard of, so that, what? that fits. And then uh, Perks of Being a Wallflower. I like him, but he's very moody. Is he good for being the Flash? Who plays the Flash in Batman versus Superman? Ezra Miller. Yeah. Oh, okay. I really like him, but isn't the Flash supposed to be? I don't know what the Flash is supposed to be. I don't know yeah. a lot about the Flash. I can tell you about the Flash. What do you want to know? I remember the movie Flash Gordon. That's unrelated. Uh, <laughs> Flash. <laughs> so the Flash basically gets involved in an accident uh, that gives him super speed. Uh, and this includes the ability to travel so fast that he can actually travel forwards and backwards in time. Uh, he can also travel between dimensions. Question. Was the accident a meth lab explosion? No. Or is it a different kind of super speed? So I think in the... <laughs> I was sorry, I didn't realize I was walking into a pun. My bad. <laughs> But I'm going to answer your question anyway. Uh, I think in the comics, he just gets splashed with a certain kind of chemical. Mm, chemicals uh, are the Because uh, he's like a forensic investigator or something. I know in the CW TV show, uh, which I recommend, by the way, to anyone who may watch such things on Netflix, he gets splashed in chemicals while a particle accelerator is overloading and causing some sort of freak energy wave or something. No, that passes so, fair enough. coronized test. She understands chemistry and I understand physics, but we don't understand each other. So if it's a combination of the two, I'd buy it. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Do you think the flash could happen in that way? Sure. Okay. Physics. I guess it sounds good. (laughs) And, you know, chemicals are bad. That's what I, that's what I've learned. I don't (laughs) You're just a splash or two away from mutation in a given moment. I can't wait to get superpowers. (laughs) Every single day I'm like pouring stuff on me. No, that's not true. So uh, Lex Luthor's plan is to create a mutant doomsday, but also for Batman to kill Superman or for Superman to kill Batman. Or maybe he was hoping they would kill each other. What's his his deal with Batman? Uh, He was probably expecting Superman to win because that's why he had the backup plan to take care of Superman by using doomsday. Except it's not a backup plan if you're in... Putting it in motion before you even start the first plan. 
<laughs> Maybe you're just not as good at planning as him. You know, he doesn't want to have any dead time between the two. This is like the master planning. It's, things it's, in it's literally supposed like, to be like a super genius. Like literally like he's waiting for yes. Superman to show up. You know, and if he learns that Superman's dead, he's just going to cancel the uh, the doomsday thing. Be like, nope, nope, stay in your pod. So is the idea, though, that Lex Luthor's father was the genius? And then he, well, he still seems like he's relatively smart, though. I think they're both supposed to be geniuses. He created Facebook. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. you're right. (laughs) He had a basketball court in his office. (laughs) That's a sign of genius. Okay, there was that one part, too, where he was just like, here, step into my office, where he was feeding that one guy Jolly Ranchers. Um, (laughs) What was the point of that? Why they didn't even go into an office? They just like took two side steps. Oh right? yeah, it was a joke. Being, yeah, yeah, but it was crazy. it was just dumb. And then it just was like very erratic. And he's like, "I need the body, or I need to go in the spaceship, or whatever." Blah blah blah. And then it was just like cut into something else, like Batman's fever dream. Yeah. Well, I it think was... the Jolly Rancher was just to show, like, hey, I'm so powerful, you have to do what I say, even if it's ridiculous and Eat my Jolly offensive. Rancher. Yep. Then he had no choice but to do it. But which means that he's going to do right. the other things that he's asked. I still asked, thought it was kind of poorly wrong. done. Yeah, it's a little weird. It's kind of the the whole movie right there, though, right? <laughs> it's like Zack Snyder forcing us to eat a Jolly Ranch. <laughs> yeah, <Yep. laughs> big metaphor. So none of you surprisingly has brought up what my main complaint with the movie was Ooh, yet. Okay. Which is Batman doesn't seem to have any qualms about murdering people. Yes. Like well, that's, he's gunning that's... people down with the Batmobile. He he pulls somebody's car for a bit and then uses it to crush some other dudes in a car. Like there's various explosions and pretty much he doesn't murder anyone hand to hand. But when it comes to like blowing people up and shooting them or branding them. Yeah. Not a knowing, second thought. Knowing that they're going to be killed. And Considering, like, his big beef with Superman is killing, like, all these, like... Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, those are innocent people who died, though. Yeah, but these people might be semi-innocent in their own way. He was saving (laughs) them from a fate worse than death. Death by Superman. (laughs) (laughs) Better me than him. (laughs) Yep. Is, Is death by Superman like death by chocolate? (laughs) <laughs> if a building's gonna fall on you from chocolate just an extra superman-y flavor of superman ice cream <laughs> but seriously okay i think i'd rather be killed by batman than superman then because no this is a good question batman... you should live in a universe where you're not killed by either one <laughs> yeah but batman would just this like the shoot movies. you you don't get right? a choice Batman would just shoot you. In Superman, a building would fall on you and your legs would be like, oh, I can't feel my legs. And then but he didn't kill that guy. The, thank God that Super or Batman was there to save <laughs> one. <laughs> or else you would just die from like slowly like bleeding out. Yeah. Or uh, Rabdo. Wait, what? If, Super, if Superman hadn't been right there, or sorry, if Batman hadn't been right there to drag him out from under it, mm-hmm. it'd have been several hours later. Bam, Rabdo. What words are you saying? Rabdomyolysis. I don't know what that is. Ask your Google. Okay, Google. What is wrapped up my talisus? <laughs> How to remove calluses from lifting and stop tears. Tears? Treating torn calluses. How to tape your hands. How to deal with calluses on your hands. I feel like Batman would kill you in a vindictive way or would have you feel pain, whereas Superman would just instantly kill you, probably. No. That's what he did with Zod. I don't think he made Zod suffer, did he? No, it was just snaps his neck. I never saw that movie. Sorry, I just ruined the ending for you. Spoilies. (laughs) Yeah, you didn't give a spoiler alert on this one, Charlie. He died of natural causes, and that's what caused him to die. (laughs) Or be dead in uh, Batman vs. Superman. No, no, Superman kills him. So wait, when was Batman being vindictive? I thought he was just like shooting people. Okay, so if you were someone that they wanted to die, then I think I would want Superman to kill me. But if you're just like a bystander, bystander. I'd rather have Batman kill me. (laughs) I guess that's an important distinction. Yeah, very important. (laughs) What if you're like a criminal, but with a heart of gold? Mm, Like like an anti-hero, maybe. Is Catwoman kind of like that? Yeah, Catwoman. Yeah. Then I'd just be boned by Batman, right? Did he ever do anything with her? (laughs) Uh, 
I think not directly. <laughs> directly? It would have been subtext to the oh. film so far. Okay. Sorry. I'm just making ben, that up in my mind then. Who knows then. if this Ben Affleck Batman was. <laughs> I'm just making that up in my mind then. Okay. I've, I haven't read many of the comics. I'm sorry. <laughs> I think I'm more of a Marvel person too. Yep. Yeah, me too. But anyway, back to the murder. <laughs> back um, to murder. So Superman gets told, hey, we, st- we stole your mom and <laughs> go kill Batman. And Batman, who apparently can't be bothered to ever use Google, uh, decides that he's going to kill Superman. Seriously, like he doesn't yeah, bother just... Googling white Portuguese. He doesn't bother <laughs> trying to figure out who Superman is, which all right, maybe he doesn't care. Anyway. Sorry, not to interrupt, but um, you already did. that's exactly what I'm doing. Yes. <laughs> Facebook's pretty good these days at automatically tagging pictures that you or your friends are in. <laughs> Does this be a problem for Superman? <laughs> Only if he has a Facebook account. <laughs> okay. Did you guys see that thing on Reddit where I okay, and I forget what the Superman's real name is. Not Clark Kent, but the actor. The actor. Henry Cavill. He was in front of a poster in New York. Of Batman versus Superman, just standing there, and no one recognized him. Well, I'm not sure <laughs> so much as that if that's no one recognized him, or no one wants to talk to Henry Cavill. Uh, <laughs> oh. But I think he just looks so generic. I think if I saw him in person, I don't think I would know who he was. I mean, he's very good looking, but he just seems pretty generic. So, yeah, you think in the so he's DC like a perfect, universe, that's like the Clark issue? Kent. He's perfect Clark Kent. The DC Murderverse? <laughs> As it will always be referred to from now on. <laughs> yeah, apparently. Well, yeah. Yeah, I got the term from uh, a website. Oh. And it seemed very appropriate. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do my best to spread it far and wide. Fair Sorry, enough. Adam. I interrupted you. You're saying... And then I interrupted you. The, <laughs> the Googling or something. Oh, yeah. No. Well, all right. Forget that. Right. So Batman sets up all these traps for Superman. And Superman's only there because Lex Luthor's holding his mom hostage. And instead of saying something like, Batman, hey, Batman, Lex Luthor is holding my mom hostage. He says, we need to talk. And then Batman gasses him. And so... I guess we don't need to talk anymore. Let's just punch each other for 10 minutes. (laughs) I had the same issue. Like, because then he would just pick up Batman and just throw him. And it's like, instead of like, why don't you just hold his arms for a second and be like, okay, listen to me. Seriously. Right. But no, let me just throw you into this wall. Well, because the lesson is that you don't piss off Superman, apparently. Because he's a dick. Yeah, everyone's a dick. Are we bleeping the word dick, by the way? There's going to be so many bleeps in this podcast. (laughs) You'll know that I've not been using it. Just so everyone knows, we're talking about private investigators. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean to be fair, Batman is the world's greatest detective, so I guess it fits. Mm, dick. <laughs> Except for the Sorry. whole doesn't know how to use Google thing. <laughs> He's an old-fashioned detective. <laughs> doesn't understand this newfangled technology. <laughs> Except all the technology he has. As long yeah. as Alfred helps him develop it, he understands. Right. And so... I guess now we can get to the name stuff. So Batman finally has Superman on the ropes, which I didn't think was going to happen. But I guess if you have the kryptonite gas, that's what causes it. So he has him pinned down, is about to kill him. And Superman says, you have to find Martha or something along those lines. He uses the name Martha. Save Martha. Martha. Save Save Martha. Martha. So instead of saying, save my mom... Which right. would have made more sense because that gives you the relationship to Superman. He just says, save Martha, who could be or, or anyone Lex named has Martha. My mom. But turns out it was the exact right thing to say because Batman's mom was also named Martha. As I think Kara can quote for us. Let's hear that, Kara. <laughs> I can't. Oh, I'm on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> you did it so well. I wanted to hear it again. <laughs> oh, maybe later. <laughs> When you I'll least, just cut it when in you from when you said it earlier. <laughs> but is that true in the DC universe? Are their mothers both have the same names? Yes, actually, I think that's true, but it's sheer coincidence. Okay, that seems like something that someone thought they were clever when they're writing this. Yeah, right. Like they were both created in the 30s when people had moms named Martha more frequently. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> And as I think I sent you in a text when you talked about it, it was just really easy to envision like Zack Snyder and David S. Goyer and anyone else who was writing this just sort of high fiving each other when they came to that point. We're like, yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> and it's like, no, no, it's not. But although I like the uh, I like the comment you sent me about it. Our moms have the same first name. Let's be friends, <laughs> said either a second grader or Batman. <laughs> <laughs> 
And I kept telling him, you need to text him just all in caps. Why'd you say that name? <laughs> <laughs> and then he did it. And so I was like, okay, let me make sure I have Adam's number. Because I'm going to do it then. <laughs> and you did. It was exciting. <laughs> Especially because my phone went off just a whole bunch. Because you and Charlie were texting me at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> well, I kept telling Charlie, no, you have to write this. Because I like this better. <laughs> but yours was good too good job so yeah once their moms were uh had the same name they were best friends and uh no need to kill each other anymore even though none of batman's underlying problems with superman have been resolved <laughs> yep. that's true he has the same name as my mom he must be okay he has a mom and cares about her he can't be all bad even though his mom doesn't care about humanity so so he so he should only matter if he cares about his good mom rather than his his bad mom and absentee father. <laughs> Stay here under this piece of kryptonite. I'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess like the annoying thing is like once that stupidity half ended, like suddenly there was like 20, 30 minutes of like a decent movie, a decent movie that they in no way earned. But <laughs> well, at that point, we transitioned from Dark Knight Returns minus the Reagan into Death of Superman. I. Yeah, I mean, I guess, but it's just like, oh, now they're working together and they're having having a good time relatively. And But it, during that whole scene, I was like, why couldn't the whole movie be like this? Why do we have to have pee jars and unfocused motiva- motivation and Batman just murdering people? Although I guess he does murder at least one person in the uh, mom rescue scene. So like when he... Mm. with the flamethrower stuff. Let's all sit down for a second and think of some interesting kryptonite weapons that we could make that would be way better than the kryptonite weapons that batman made they worked really hard on that (laughs) the gas was okay but i would have something that had like a wider area of effect maybe but i mean are bullets out of the question is there some reason we can't make kryptonite bullets uh i mean if he has to carve the thing into a spear it suggests it's difficult to work with yeah oh i I got the impression it was really really hard to uh do anything with it like harder than diamond i guess so um so yeah i mean i guess to wrap up what happened was there anything weird about the end of the movie? i mean i think yeah once we got past the martha part it turned around a little bit but i was already kind of off board at that point and the music that was a good two hours in the music was yeah. pretty bad until wonder woman showed up and i liked that theme song just throwing yeah, it up that was a good too. theme mm-hmm. because at that point yeah. i'm like oh yeah she's badass yay wonder woman <laughs> so when they were going through the you know aquaman and the flash and stuff flash! i have to ask oh, he'll save did one of anyone us. <laughs> <laughs> did anyone else uh see the stuff with cyborg and just think to themselves i don't know who that is yes i had to look it up uh, afterwards i was like who's this guy oh cyborg I, I mean i knew who cyborg was in that he's a character in lego dc superheroes <laughs> Ah, so Adam's already up on his DC. <laughs> but, but beyond that, yeah. Okay. So it wasn't just us, me and my friends. Yeah, I had to look him up afterwards. <sighs> Aquaman, too. I mean, they really screwed up with not getting that guy from Entourage. <laughs> Say <Jeremy> what? Piven? <laughs> what? I would watch it if it was Jeremy Piven. No, there's a whole... Um, there's a whole... I don't know if you've seen Entourage. The main character in Entourage oh, gets a part in the Aquaman movie, which is supposed to be a joke, right? Why would they, they make an Aquaman make movie? Them, yeah. We just had to decide on some movie that hasn't already been made that he could be the superhero in. Uh, I will say this. Uh, my friend Terrell's wife was pretty excited about Aquaman's casting there. So, Oh, yeah, the Game of, Game of Thrones guy. Yeah. What? It's not John no, no, no. It's the... Um, it's Jason Momoa. The She's guy, like the... Khaleesi's husband who oh him. Yeah. yeah okay i couldn't really sing i'm underwater okay did anyone else <laughs> at the very end when she threw it in the um in the water when what's her face um amy adams um threw it in the water the, the spear did anyone else think like oh aquaman's totally gonna show up and like <laughs> just a hand reaches like a out. hand reaches out with the spear and like here you go <laughs> Yeah, I was yeah, kind of expecting I was that. waiting for that. And then it's like, uh, nope, she just gets better. trapped again. Well, I'm pretty sure that's mostly uh, Lois Lane and Superman's relationship. She gets in terrible situations and he has to come bail her out. Does he have a certain sense? Does he? Can he sense when she specifically is in trouble? 
Like uh, Middle East saving. I no, think it keeps tabs on her. I'll bet. Yeah, he's just a creepy stalker. I guess so. Yeah, and I guess it might have been journalism related. Yeah, you know, so Jimmy Olsen can die, but <laughs> that's true. <laughs> well, he's a CIA operative. He knew the risks. Yeah, I just found it a very. Ultimately, I found the movie very frustrating because it's so dull and unfocused, and like I don't generally watching the movie like it was never clear to me really why anyone was doing anything at any time. And then like at no point is like Batman seen to be heroic until like the end. And at no point is really Superman seen to be heroic. And then I like thought about it and like there is that montage where he's like saving people, but it's shot in such a way that it wasn't until I was thinking about it afterwards that I realized that that was probably supposed to be sort of a triumphant see Superman's a good <laughs> guy moment. Yeah, it just never came across that. that. And I had to point out to you where he went and saved the girl at the Day of the Dead celebration. Right. Like, it's just like... <laughs> and you're like, oh, that's what that was. Like, because in the movie, it almost just feels like he's essentially going, well, screw you. I'll prove to you I'm a good guy. Whatever. See? Yeah. Let me hover above these flood victims. Uh, it just didn't do it for me, I guess. So the difference between like the, the DC movies and the Marvel movies for me is that the, the Marvel movies, even the worst of the Marvel Studios movie is still fun in some parts. And this movie almost never felt fun in any way. It was just unremittingly bleak and dark. Well, I guess really quickly, like what do people feel about um, Suicide Squad coming up? Uh, it's a movie. <laughs> It's set in the DC universe. Yeah. Is anyone else like excited for it? Does, I mean, like... um, I'm not excited, excited like, oh man, this is going to be so cool. But I'll definitely see it and I hope to enjoy it. I mean, I, I'm kind of a sucker in that I go to all the sort of major superhero movies. If for no other reason than I don't accidentally feel compelled to buy it when it shows up in a bargain. Bin. <laughs> <laughs> Dodge the Ghost Rider bullet that way. <laughs> Mm. so I'll, i'm sure i'll go see it like i even went and saw a fan four stick in theaters so Ooh. i would never have to pick up the uh the dvd <laughs> and yeah that was a terrible movie but agreed uh, i don't know i guess i'm cautiously optimistic but part of the problem i think with the dc stuff i have is the fact that there is really really good live action dc stuff happening right now on the cw uh with arrow and the flash and legends of tomorrow uh, and anything else like that. Like those shows are consistently excellent and give you a peek into how you can do these sorts of things. And when I compare something like that to Batman versus Superman, I get disappointed by Batman versus Superman. And the reason I bring this up is because Arrow did a version of Suicide Squad in the show. So I'm sure that I'll be, as I'm watching the movie, there's probably going to be some part of me that's going to be mentally comparing it to the stuff we saw on television. Uh, I guess that was a long way of saying cautiously optimistic, but <laughs> ready to be disappointed. Do we think that Zack Snyder has any more hand in this anymore? Do we know if he's involved in the upcoming projects? Yes. Uh, so at the very least, uh, Wonder Woman, I think, was too far into production that they couldn't do anything about that. But it sounded like Warner Brothers essentially said, yes, we realize there have been problems and that the uh, reviews have not been great. So... We're going to look at that all on board and then we're going to move forward anyway. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thanks for the notes, guys. <laughs> I thought I saw something about they were doing some reshoots for Suicide Squad to add in some more levity. Uh, that's true, but I don't think Suicide Squad's actually related to Zack Snyder. Like, it's, I don't think he has any hand in it. Oh, okay. It's a separate project. His next movie, I think, is Wonder Woman and then Justice League, I think. Because they're sort of doing it the opposite of Marvel. Like Marvel said, here are a bunch of characters, now let's bring them all together. Whereas DC is essentially going, uh, here are all the characters in one movie, now we will give them their own movies. So what are our final thoughts? Um, Eight out of ten. Yeah. I thought it was okay. a solid movie. I enjoyed it. My friends that I went and saw it with also enjoyed it. Uh, I guess I have to go one out of ten just to balance Doug's awful rating. <laughs> I need the average to more accurately reflect what I need it to be. Wow. <laughs> nah. Don't even like, care about truth, huh? Probably four out of ten. I generally hated it until the last 
30 minutes. Like, I was so bored. Yeah, it seemed like there was just too much that they had to do over the course of the movie. And they just did everything in a way that, like, they didn't spend enough time on things they should have. And they spent time on stuff that they shouldn't have bothered. And Kara? <laughs> <laughs> oh, honestly, I'd, I'd probably give it, like, a 5 or 6 out of 10. Just because, I hate to say it, I was enjoying myself at some points of the movie. Just because it was so ridiculous. Yeah. And so then I just started like laughing and like, oh, this is fun. Yeah, expectation adjustment helps a little bit yeah. too. Like, because so many bad reviews were coming in yeah. for it, we're like, well, we're going to see this. And mm-hmm. as you suggested, we saw it for a discount movie and we just kind of did it as a fun thing to do. So I think that did help some too. Mm-hmm. And we also got free popcorn. So I'm glad you saw it purely because I said I want to do a podcast about it just so we could have a pun title. <laughs> <laughs> We've built podcast episodes on less, Adam. <laughs> if i may uh now i remember what it was it'll be cut but yeah go ahead talking with uh you know my co-workers about it you know after having seen it uh my comparison was i enjoyed it more than the new star wars movie that was the comparison i made right after so oh, wow whoa so whoa 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 well, that gives us an idea yeah what you mean that gives us an extent of the aneurysm you're suffering <laughs> I mean, I wasn't the biggest fan of the new Star Wars movie, but holy cow. (laughs) I liked it. I was just watching like A New Hope again. But yeah, Doug, you should have led off the podcast with that. That's a good stinger right at the beginning. It it took me 100 minutes to remember it. All right, we're going to start over, do the whole podcast. (laughs) All right, redo. Take two from the top. Charlie, your opinion? Uh, Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, I said, yeah, maybe a four or five out of ten just because... I mean, yeah, there were parts, especially towards the end, that I was entertained, but the motivation problem really bothers me when I don't understand why characters are doing things. And as you pointed out, some of that was just me not paying attention. (laughs) But it it did seem to be a larger problem that everyone had with the movie, too. Lex Luthor, I don't... He's a really strange character, too. Like, why... Like, he's really smart, and sometimes he seems to talk reasonably well, but, like, when he actually has to talk in front of a group of people... Like, that was a really weird scene, too. So just, like, I didn't understand that character at all from start to finish. And that's how I felt about the movie. The movie basically was Lex Luthor. At that point, I was just looking at the museum and being nostalgic for Michigan State. So That's true. <laughs> he could have said anything. It wouldn't matter. <laughs> Do they have that server room in the basement of the museum? <laughs> I don't know. I've never been into the basement. Okay. Well, anyway, um, thanks, everybody, for joining us. We got a decent amount of material out of this, yeah. Thanks for having me. Probably too much. We're going to have to cut it down, Zack Snyder style. <laughs> Just cut me out completely. And Cars like, are Jimmy Olsen. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well. You get to go down heroically, though, Cara. So Huzzah. just say the, say the line. It's okay, Lois. <laughs> you can cut me. Why'd you say that name? <laughs> there you go. Just, just have that then. Okay. Just cut everything else that I've said, but just put that in there randomly. <laughs> Thank you. Can we just make a car a soundboard that's just like that and the feeding Jolly Rancher flying? <laughs> yeah. uh, well, for the Go Basket Walls report, my name is Charlie Wallace. And until the DC Murderverse hires someone other than Zack Snyder to run their movies, make mine Marvel. This was Adam Gobeski. <laughs> and this is Carl Wallace. And standing alone is, uh, this was Doug. You were brave to do that, Doug. Thank you very much. <laughs> we, we do appreciate it. Yes. <laughs> Thanks for listening. You can check out some of our other stuff at our website, www.gobeskywallsreport.com. And don't forget to look us up on Twitter at GW Report. Or you can find us on Facebook, just like the Gobeski Wallace Report, yo. Or if you find us on the street, just uh, feel free to say hi and tell us how much you love us and ask if you can be a guest on the podcast and stay at our house. You can stay at Charlie's house. Yeah, speaking of Texas, it's Amber's going to be in town on Thursday. Wait, 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 wait. So you've got Amber visiting Thursday, Paul and Tony visiting Friday. And you're cleaning the apartment for Paul and Tony. Yep. (laughs) What about Amber? (laughs) Eh. (laughs) 
she gets there on Thursday, as he he just hands her a, a mop bucket and a spray bottle. Like, <laughs> Got to be clean for t- Paul and Tony. <laughs> you Got to do your part if you're going to stay here. <laughs> Get the kids to work. Oh yeah. <laughs>